Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Eamon, thank you very much indeed and welcome into the second hour of Lunchtime Live this Tuesday afternoon. This is Adrian Kennedy with you until uh, two o'clock in for Andrea who is back tomorrow afternoon. Now, um, next on the programme, I want to focus about the fact that uh, the Leaving Cert results are due out at the end of this week, but they are a couple of weeks later than they would normally be issued, as you're all aware. So students waiting for their delayed Leaving Cert results around the country have very little time to find a place to live, have uh, very little time to get a college course, particularly if they applied for a course in the UK. Some hoping to go to college in the UK have discovered their courses have already started. Students are saying it's adding loads of stress to an already turbulent time. Uh, Some purpose-built student accommodation in Dublin has said today that they'll delay moving in dates to give people more time. It's all been a little bit of a nightmare uh, because of the delay in the publication of the Leaving Cert results this year. And let's hope it's the last year that it will be uh, late because uh, COVID can no longer be blamed as it has for the last couple of years. Let's find out how this is impacting students, both with accommodation and with applying for uh, courses in the UK, for example. Now, Angelica is on the line from uh, Wicklow. Angelica, are you worried about the delay in the results? Oh, of course. I think the delay in results, not only is it just really stressful, but it's very worrying, especially, as you said there, in terms of accommodation. You know, students like myself around the country are wondering if we're even going to have a place to live, that we can actually attend college, because if you don't have accommodation and you're from rural Ireland, you know, how are you expected to be able to commute to Galway or Cork? Mm. So what is your situation? What are you hoping uh, to do? Uh, What have you applied to do? And what are you likely to end up doing? Yeah, so I'm pretty lucky. Um, When I was doing my kind of applications, I kind of realised, hang on a minute, COVID's not gone. So I applied to UCAS. So I have a UCAS offer for Belfast. What I'm really hoping to study is philosophy in Dublin. Um, But I think there's a really interesting kind of difference between the two systems. For example, if I take my offer in Belfast, I actually have guaranteed accommodation as a first year, whereas in Dublin and for many students across the country, the same thing isn't true. Oh, right. So so it's beneficial then, obviously, to apply uh, through UCAS. Yeah, uh, for me at least, um, the way it worked out was really beneficial. But with the delaying results, you know, there's that added stress there. And the, the, the courses in uh, the UK and Belfast, they, they seem to start earlier, do they? Yeah, they do start a little bit earlier. And as well, with results, I know for the UCAS students who are doing their A-levels, they got their results in August, whereas mm. we're only getting ours in September. So that puts you at a distinct uh, disadvantage because if those courses have started and there might be a particular course that you're uh, hoping to, uh, to uh, get a place in, uh, th- many of them have already started. Definitely, and I know that there are some students across the country who have been told by universities in the UK that because of delaying results, they might actually not be able to attend the colleges they hope to attend, which is completely unfair. And uh, and completely out of their control as well. So because of the different situations, uh, but, uh, comparing here to the UK, as you said, their results came out a couple of weeks back, so they're well sorted. Uh, here, we're still waiting, and then uh, with when did the results out on Friday? So it, it could be... Next, late next week before you know where you are. 
Exactly. I mean, you know, when we're looking at the CEO, you know, you might not even get your offer during the first round. And with the way the CEO is, the third round offers only become available on the 27th of September, which is quite late. Mm. That really sounds like a, a nightmare. And as I said in my introduction, uh, we have to hope that this is the last year that uh, results are going to be delayed in this way. Because um, And even, even this year, it just doesn't make logical sense as to why it's so late. Stay there for one second and let me go to Casper, uh, who's on the line from uh, Killarney. Casper, uh, has the delay made things more stressful for you? I mean, personally, I, I think with any delay, it makes everything a little bit more pressed. We've already had a very long year. We've had a different leaving cert to most people. We missed out on a lot of school time during fifth year and a bit in sixth year because of teacher absences, students' absences. So definitely having a delayed leaving cert result isn't convenient. However, for me personally, with the delayed starting times as well, I think I should be able to manage. But it is a stressful time for everyone, as expected. Okay, so tell me what you have applied for and where you're hoping to be. So my personal hope is to be in UCC studying medicine. Um, so hopefully that all works out on Friday. So fingers crossed for that. Fingers crossed indeed. And um, uh, will you uh, live in Cork? Will you commute from Killarney? What will you do? Yeah, so my, my plan is to, to live there in Cork uh, and, and that will be more convenient for me instead of commuting. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my plan. And how are you fixed accommodation-wise, considering at this moment you don't know that you even have the course, although you're hoping? Yes. Personally, I, I'm very lucky. I, I, I got a scholarship in UCC, which will help me with the accommodation. So if I get the points on Friday, uh, my accommodation will be sorted too. So I'm very lucky about that. Okay. Are you feeling optimistic? Do you know what? I, I think whilst there is a lot of stress with, with the results and everything, I am feeling optimistic. Hopefully everything will work out and there's no point in dwelling on it now. To just keep looking forward and, and becoming positive is the way to go. Absolutely. And as we said, let us hope uh, that for the class of 2023, they uh, get their results on time uh, in the middle of August, uh, as has always been the case, and that uh, this sort of extra stress and pressure isn't on the students from uh, from next year. Um, the very best luck, Casper. Um, great to hear you sounding so optimistic. And uh, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you that you get the points that you're, you're hoping for on uh, Friday. Now, Jamie is on the line. Uh, from Dublin and Jamie this is ha- this uh, delay in the publication of the the leaving cert results has added to uh, the stress on students how is it affecting you yes yeah, so personally i know that i'm i'm quite lucky in the sense that i've uh, i've got kind of the the combination of sources and i'm i've everything on my list is in dublin so i'm living in dublin now which is good and um, so i'm kind of privileged in that sense but i do know that you know myself the mental strain that is putting on all 65,000 students, without a doubt, across the country on the delayed results and the delayed, because everything happens at once now, when we need to commute every day, when we need to find last-minute, really, really expensive accommodation in Dublin or Cork or Gola. Um, the mental strain that it just puts on students, is it's just extreme, um, frankly. It's it's far too much for any 17, 18, 19-year-old to, to fathom them anyway. Um, but the the fact that we've actually been under the stress since really September or even before September last year, since we actually entered sixth year, we have been. Uh, tell me about tell me about that added uh, that added stress in, in in the last year. Yeah, so I think it all began with with maybe even maybe the last two years the the predicted grades, the accredited grades that were given to the last two years, the uncertainty whether we would receive them or not, and whether we'd have to set the written exams. 
um, from the start was massive on students and all and all the sixty five thousand of us. Um, but I suppose once we we did find out quite early enough on in the year that we we were sitting the, the actual in person exams. Um, but the stress that it caused us, the stress of having to sit more or less than normal leaving cert. I know we did get some um, changes to our papers, but the stress of having to sit in normal leaving cert under the under after after losing the, uh, half a year of our leaving certificate course. On top of the stress of trying to find accommodation, trying to secure transport maybe every day, the stress of all that is it's extreme. It's, it's too much for any young adults to have to go under at this time in their lives. And as I said, uh, we have to keep our fingers and toes crossed that for the class of uh, 23, those sorts of stresses are, are gone. The uh, Even what they may have missed out from COVID is, has weaned its way out of the system so that for uh, the class of 23, it'll be a much better year. But that doesn't help people uh, like yourself. Uh, Jamie, what are you hoping to uh, to, to, to do? My my most preferred choice is the is hopefully economic politics and law and disease. All right, very good. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you that that goes well. And uh, Angelica, I just want to go back to you for one second. And um, we, we we were hearing there uh, from Jamie about the, the, the stress on students. And all throughout the, the, the COVID pandemic, we saw how students missed uh, class time weeks after weeks, months after, after month. How did that affect you? Um, well, personally, I think... What I found the most stressful was when we were unsure about what was actually going to happen to our leaving certificate. Uh, back in January last year, it was a very, very stressful time. You know, I was watching the news nearly every single night because I didn't know if my leaving cert would be on or not. I didn't know what changes we'd have. I think that was a very, profa- a very profound impact on me and a lot of students around the country as well. And when February rolled around and suddenly after, you know, very high COVID cases out of nowhere, the government announced, that's it, all restrictions gone, everything back to normal, well, pretty much. Uh, Did did that ease the stress on you or, you know, when you found out that it was going to be a normal leaving cert this year, well, mostly normal, did that put extra pressure on you? To be honest, I think the adjustments that we got for our leaving certificate were actually really good. And while it was an exam, with the adjustments we had, we were very lucky and it was very achievable. And there was nothing that was too hard for people. But I know my case isn't the same for all students. And some people found, say, the maths paper in particular quite hard and a lot of statistics questions. So I think it varies and it depends on like what you were able to cover during your two years. Because with COVID, it's been different for every student with like teachers having COVID and students having it as well. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's it's been so um, difficult for students and teachers to work their way through, although I have to give credit to all of you because you have worked your way through it, um, teachers and uh, students, what has been an extraordinarily difficult uh, two years for the education sector. Stay there for one second if you can, please, Angelica. I want to go to uh, Emer, who's on the line in uh, Galway. And Emer, you had uh, a room up for rent. Did you get much interest from students? I had one reply. Oh. Yeah. Um, now, I'd be about 20 minutes out from the city, but there's a bus at the end of the road that uh, is a special student bus that brings that goes to all the campuses in the city, you know. So I put the room up for um, rent on NUI. They have um, a student accommodation section, and I pushed up with ATU as well, which is like the old GMIT. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I had one, and... The girl was saying that she only wanted the room until 
Christmas. She was on some sort of a short course, and I thought, okay, you know. But then, then she asked if she could bring her dog, and I said no because I have an art studio here in Carndulla, and I have two dogs, and I've cats and kittens and goats, and I just thought if I brought another dog in, it might upset the whole thing. <laughs> it just seems and like. Let, let, let me ask you. Know. Let me ask you, Emer. Were you surprised? Because I would have thought. Especially if you say there's a bus service at the end of your road, um, I would have thought that there would be huge demand for accommodation. Or could it be that uh, students, particularly um, you know, students starting this year, aren't quite sure what they're going to be doing yet? I don't know. I mean, I was a bit surprised, and I was kind of, I was kind of being nice, you know, because I thought my, you know, my my daughter's starting in college now in Galway, and my son is going into fourth year. So I know what it's been like, you know, or what it is like for students. And I thought, you know, and you hear a lot on the radio where they're kind of asking for people Mm. to put their rooms up. And I have a lovely room upstairs. They'd have their own bathroom. And, you know, and they'd be the right age group. Like my daughter would be that kind of age group as well, you know. But, um, yeah, I don't know, you know. I didn't really hear anything. And I, I don't know. I suppose maybe they want kind of apartments or whatever they want with... Yeah, no, it still really does surprise me when we hear about the the difficulties for students getting uh, accommodation. Is it that they don't want to live with somebody? They want to live in private apartments? I, I, I'm I'm at a bit of a loss to understand why only one person would have applied, and that one person wanted to bring her dog. I know, and she said, "Oh, I'll get somewhere where I can bring my dog." And I said, mm, "Okay, well, good luck with that." Yeah, good luck with that. Is right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure there are many places that would uh, take in um, a, a dog, especially in the apartment complexes. Um, I know, I know. Uh, let me just go back to um, uh, Jamie. It, Jamie, from talking to friends uh, with regard to accommodation, are, are students being a bit choosy? I'm very surprised to hear that Emer had a room up for rent and didn't get much interest. Yeah, well, I think you've, you've chosen the right person to ask this question. I actually work in a student accommodation centre myself, and I think that the, the demand here that we've seen is absolutely it's sky high. We have a waiting list that is full, and to be honest, when people call asking if they can put on the waiting list, we've got to the point where we're telling them, look, there's not much point us putting you on the waiting list, to be honest, because it isn't going to get half emptied by the time um, by the time we're full up by the end of September. Um but I think students, look, I think we've got to the point where students, usually they were picky. I know I was, I have to admit, I was kind of picky with my accommodation, but I was sorted in the end, which was good. But I think the students have kind of got to the point where they'll take anything. They will take anything. If it means something to leave the dog at home, so be it, you know. Um, but Okay, so so Emer, maybe, maybe after the results come out this week and maybe when students have a better idea of what they're going to be doing and where they're going to be doing it, um, that she should advertise her room again. Yes, possibly. I think that especially once the demand goes up, I know that we we will undoubtedly have cancellations because we have people who are applying to go to Dublin who won't get Dublin in the end. Yeah. They might get Cork, Galway. So I know that they will. We will even have transfers from some of our other sites. Um, but saying that, I think that the demand will only increase even more. Come say round one after mm. round one after next week. So all right, but there you are, Emer. So as soon as round one comes out next week. 
stick the ad back up again and you'll be I will. you'll be swamped with interest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, good to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. Um, and um, let me read out this message that just came in to us and it says, My son was offered conditional places at two UK universities but has been told by both that they could only hold his place until August 28th. I contacted Norma Foley's office and was told it was nothing to do with them and to contact the State Exams Board who again were of no help. Luckily my son also applied to Irish universities so hopefully he'll be okay but it has made him have to uh, change his original plans. This is so unfair as he worked really hard to try and attain the results he needed. The students uh, had to hit all their deadlines why couldn't the State Examinations Commission hit theirs? And as I said, let us hope that this is the very last year that uh, students um, are affected in this way and that exam results uh, come back to their, their normal time in uh, August. And uh, Angelica, uh, just to bring you back in before we wrap this up, how, how common is that, that, that students who applied for courses in the UK have been told, look, sorry for your troubles, we can't hold this for you? Well, to be honest, I've heard a few cases myself, and I know I'm quite lucky with my application to Belfast, because obviously they have quite a large contingent coming from the Republic of Ireland, so it's a lot easier there. But when it comes to mainland and the mainland UK, you know, I understand to an extent because for them to hold places for so long for us mm. while they also have students who are waiting to get in. You know, it is a bit of a catch-22 in those circumstances, but at the end of the day, it's really not fair to students who have sat their exams, who given two years of hard work, only to be told that, sorry, your results aren't coming out, we don't know if you can even meet your conditional offer. And I'd imagine for the students who then, when results day come, would have actually met that offer, would be very disappointed. Absolutely. I've, I can only imagine, and reading that message that I, I read out a moment ago, um, he was offered conditional places at two UK universities has had to let them go well he's been told he can't have them it's too late and if he does get the points that's um, that is unbelievable um, alright great great to talk to you Angelica thanks very much indeed a couple more uh, messages I had the same response to my offer of a room I assume that is somebody uh, who advertised a room for students and got one application which, again, seems extraordinary. But um, when students by this time next week have a better idea of uh, where they might be headed uh, college-wise, I should imagine that uh, adverts like that uh, offering a room may uh, increase the amount of interest that is uh, there. And finally, one final message. Added to the stress is the fact that many students who got their points last year but didn't get their preferred course have held off until this year to take up places, so less places for students some students on already limited courses. All right, thank you very much indeed, all of you, for uh, getting in contact with us. This is Lunchtime Live. Let's try and win you some money. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.